Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. boys here wishing you all a happy canada day if you're listening to this on release july 1st 2020 uh coupons are valid if you're late uh in your local country uh, except for hawaii alaska and quebec which are the freak parts of both of those countries (laughs) um and a happy belated birthday to myself again which was yesterday if you're listening on release i'm 29 Uh, i am the eldest boy but it's tomorrow today Time. It is, yeah, exactly. Tomorrow, <laughs> today, and yesterday, now, when you're listening to it. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> um, so, um, celebrating my birthday and the birth of our nation, uh, sort of, except for when it was formed from rocks and whatnot, um, we'll be continuing our exploration of the Christian afterlife uh, in the Divine Comedy. Cool. Who's going to be um, joining you on that exploration, Peter? Oh, we'll, we'll get into it. It's still going to be uh, Virgil and Dante, but also I've got a couple other boys uh, who I want to introduce, whose birthdays it's not. <laughs> Let me get through my preamp. Poor boy, Ethan here. Who else is here? <laughs> uh, happy yeah. birthday to me. It's in two months. So, well, a month yeah. and a bit now. Um, I'm the middlest lore boy. Um, some, yeah. call, some call me the cutest and the funniest, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. Centered. Because I'm the, a, I'm James, the baby lore boy who wears a diaper to game longer. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and, it's really the only way. And also because yeah. he's not potty trained. No, 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 no. Well, it's hard. No. And yeah, and we we haven't recorded together in the same room for several months, so no one's been around to change his newspaper. So I think the yeah. the, the 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 diaper was the simplest solution. <laughs> I just pour cat litter on top underneath my chair at this point, and. Nope. You just kind of oh, mix it around. Yeah. yeah. Cut a hole in your seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like like one of those like uh, speed biking seats where uh, like the athlete's balls can rest comfortably, not against the the bike seat. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what that groove is for, right? I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Are you <laughs> sure. <laughs> so James, James here. I just started playing Minecraft, and if if you guys want to start playing together, we may or may not have a lore boy server coming together soon. If you guys have a, an extra server laying around that'd be really cool to get one going uh so cam. yeah i'm putting <laughs> i'm putting the the bat signal out for that let's play some minecraft together so um the last time we talked about the divine comedy we did inferno uh what do you guys remember from inferno there was layers like a like a shrek yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh one what? of them was you're running up and down a riverbank naked and wasps are stinging you uh, uh, that's the vestibule of hell. That's that's pre. That's pre-hell. the that's the prequel to Shrek. Yeah, is yeah. the vestibule of hell. That's hell light. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
there was one where you were stuck in mud or lava. I can't remember. And uh, demons just flew around insulting you. Oh, uh, that was one section of fraud. And that was for corrupt politicians. And it was boiling pitch. There it was tar. Go. And then, yeah, they had their comedy roast demons. Boiling, pit, how, boiling yeah. pitch is kind of a cross between lava and mud, though, when you think about it. Is it? I, I don't know how they make it. <laughs> we had lust. Lust was uh, you were... There was like everybody was naked and wanted to touch each other, but big old gusts of wind would take you away anytime you tried to get close. Stop yeah, there was touching a, the fuck hurricane. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, the suicide people who get to be trees. Yep, that bleed for the rest of their lives. There was the bottom. The bottom there was it was all icy and cold. There was yep. Was it Michael, the archangel, or it was Satan? It was Satan, Lucifer. Yeah. Um, who is yeah, Archangel Michael, frozen at the center of hell. Like, what? <laughs> Isn't he, though? Isn't Lucifer the fallen Archangel, Michael? He is. Uh, it, uh, I don't know if they're the same person. I don't know if it's Michael. I, anyway. I Lucifer is his, like, pre-Satan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's also that one layer where you have to listen to all of our episodes, but they have the quality of our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's also, that's that's treachery, but that's the ultimate sin. That's personal treachery yeah. against God. Yeah. <laughs> although, although uh, when we finally get to uh, Paradiso... We're gonna to get to the section of hell where you get to listen to our season one, but with the quality of today. Oh yep. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all trying to try to amount to. So, um, when we last left Dante and Virgil, uh, it, and again, if you're lost here, there's a whole episode about hell you can listen to. Uh, and we last hung out with Dante and Virgil. They were climbing down Satan's gross matted fur uh, while he is uh, at the center of the final circle of hell, uh, treachery. Uh, he still kind of hangs off the edge of the planet, sort of. Okay. So they, they can climb down his body, and he's too distracted chewing on Judas, Brutus, and Cassius right. to, like, to worry about the living, and also Virgil's ghost. Uh, um, it is specified in the beginning of, Pur- of Purgatorio, which is the... Uh, part of the poem we're doing right now uh that they're climbing down satan feet first which originally i thought was weird because it's not like the normal way of descending a ladder is head first yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> let me just be clear they're not swan diving off the edge of satan here okay yeah exactly very we orderly climb safely down satan's body respecting osha standards of <laughs> They they both wore harnesses at all times. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they had a they had a guy down at the bottom holding the rope yeah, yeah. for when yeah. they were they're bouldering. One, only one guy was climbing at a time; the other guy had to spot him. You know. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. They had CCPA uh, glasses on just in case there's any debris that got kicked up by the <laughs> wind. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. very important. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case any any stray jisms get blown up by the horny hurricane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's 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 all like a like one of those people frozen in ice for treachery is like some secret inspector to make sure the conditions of hell are appropriate for the dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very safe climbing here, guys. You passed the test. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know if just... you've ever done uh, secret shopping. My sister's done it a few times. It's where like a company will pay you to go into a store and spy on the employees to make sure they're doing their jobs properly. I've heard of it. I didn't know. The it, I don't know. It's so easily to do. So easy to do. And I did not know that your sister was a narc. 
Yeah, uh, she did it when she had no job and was just like, I want a bunch of weird, odd jobs at some point. So yeah, she like narked for some retail chain at some point. Like she fudged it. It's not like she was like, yeah, like customer service girl was a bitch. But just like, yeah, she was a, she was a, a retail narc at one point. Okay, Dude, I was, I, go ahead. I was on the receiving end of that when I worked at McDonald's. And there was a guy <laughs> whose job it was to go to all the Eastern Ontario McDonald's and order things, measure how long it took, see the quality of the food, like the order, the toppings were put on, like everything. Yeah. That sounds like, Imagine hellish. that's your job. That sounds... Yeah. <laughs> Being on both ends of that sounds hellish. Although, yeah. <laughs> like, to, to Peter's point, if you're going to do it just to fuck it up and skew those numbers and just be like, no, 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 this one, like the worst one was the best one. And then the best one, you just call it the shittiest one, like... Like whenever I get uh, an ad on uh, YouTube and you guys, I might've told you guys this, but I don't know if I've told the listeners. Anytime I get an ad on YouTube, that's a survey. I always answer it just completely incorrectly. Like it was like, which, which of these brands have you heard of? I'll only select brands that I haven't heard of and I'll never select brands that I have heard of. <laughs> so I was thinking about that and there's a way that they can, they can actually see which ads they ran to you. And if they catch you being a liar once, then they probably just throw out all of your data. Well, good. Like, I hope Dang. they do throw out all my yeah. all of my data. Oh, 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 darn, no. What am I going to do if Google doesn't have my data? No, but I think the best way to do it is answer like two or three right and then answer the rest of them wrong. It feels like a lot of work. Now it feels like a lot of work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> not a prank anymore. So while the boys here are climbing down Satan, uh, they reach his genitals, which are at the center of the planet, and grab him <laughs> lips. <laughs> <laughs> grab his one you gotta say that again I love gravity flips as they pass through the center of the earth I love gravity I love the idea that the earth revolves around Satan's genitals that's apparently, <laughs> that's apparently it that yeah. is like verbatim how it works huh heaviest <laughs> material on the planet yeah Satan's, <laughs> Satan's huge balls yeah. are, are the densest part of the planet yeah yeah the, uh, the earth's molten core is stored in the balls yeah <laughs> in my mind <laughs> Uh, so as they're going down uh, Virgil now this is why it was specified that they were climbing down feet first because as gravity shifts into the other direction on the opposite hemisphere um, Virgil begins to rotate and climb down towards what are known as the antipodes which I will get into Um, they're not one of Satan's weird demon sex organs it's not like the, the testicles the penis and the antipodes and it's like yeah you're gonna, you're gonna have to go uh, around those that's it. the third gender satan, <laughs> satan. <laughs> <laughs> so this is goop info wars and the devil there we go <laughs> yeah. oh my god um so uh dante is originally uh, initially confused by this uh and got the impression they were returning to hell uh after only climbing downwards for about an hour and a half uh, he senses a scam, asks Virgil what the fuck is going on, and Virgil clarifies that it's already almost morning where they are because he has to explain time zones to Dante. Yeah, yeah. No, which you, is weird. Dante no, but, is writing this and is a self-insert and has another character explain to his self-insert time zones. But it's like it's like they're antipodes, right? So they're like the two edges where the of the uh, the earth where everyone's brushing their teeth. He's like, no, no, no. When we left hell. Those fi- those figures trapped in ice were brushing their teeth. We come out here, they're brushing their teeth. It's got to be the same place. <laughs> An hour and a half? Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. I yeah, love that have- callback. <laughs> already have an antipodal theory, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Virgil explains time zones, and then just after passing through the center of the Earth, 
They are now 12 hours ahead specifically of Jerusalem, which was considered the central city of the Northern Hemisphere. So at the center of the Earth, it's now 7.30, Saturday morning, meaning Jerusalem is currently 7.30 p.m. on Good Friday. So even Dante in the 1300s believed in a round Earth. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's... Take that, Facebook. Yeah, take that, uh, the Alex Jones gender, I guess. Um, as they head down uh, Virgil also explains that the southern hemisphere once had land on it but it recoiled north in horror when Satan fell from heaven and crashed into the planet Um, and the only dry land on the southern hemisphere is the mountain of purgatory which rose out of the ocean when Satan fell so he basically crashed down and popped out like a big rock plug and then all the other continents were like and ran north to hide, <laughs> to hide from Satan. But Mount Purgatory yep. floats. Uh, Mount, well, it's an island, so it is presumably connected to the seabed. Yeah, wait. Are there floating islands? No. Garbage. Next question. That one floats. Wait, the, what, the, all of them go all the way down to the, to the earth? They're like little mountains that peek out of the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Like tip to, so base to tip, um, the tallest mountain in the world is not Mount Everest. It's an underwater mountain. The large, uh, the largest waterfall in the world, too, if you want to be real pedantic, is technically underwater, and it's off the coast of Iceland. Interesting. So two, diff- two different bodies of water meeting, and one of them just, like, it, it's much, much colder, so it just drops right down, but the cliff is, like, unbelievable, oh. unimaginably high, basically. That just gave me, like, nightmare fuel. Imagine being, <laughs> like, underwater, falling down an underwater waterfall. No, thank and- you freezing yeah, you, going down into the blackness oh my god you drown twice he <laughs> 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 double drowned double, oh. yeah exactly he drowned twice off the coast of iceland oh no oh no <laughs> we had to send down two expeditions uh we had like a submarine inside a different submarine to be able to go into this underwater river yeah subnautica <laughs> dlc they, they got to put an underwater waterfall yeah, well, there is, like, lakes of incredibly saline water just at the bottom of the ocean. It's, like, yeah. so heavy, it separates from the ocean water. Yeah, they, they yeah, and they're, like, they're, like, lethal, they're fully lethal to most life, and, and they yeah. just look, like, normal, so, like, most, like, fish will just, like, swim into them, and then just, like, instantly die. And die. Oh. <laughs> they just get cooked by the salt. Um... Anyway, that, there's your animal fact of the podcast. We got it. <laughs> that that should be one pretty... of the levels of hell, man. That's right? terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> the, the underwater saline lakes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think um, I think in Dante's time, like he might have known the Earth was round, but I bet the the ocean floor at its at its darkest depths was completely unimaginable to him, right? Yeah, it's most... pretty unimaginable to most of us. Exactly. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the mountain of purgatory is antipodal directly to Jerusalem, uh, meaning it is on the exact opposite of Dante's spherical Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, in real life, round earthers state that the antipodes are points on the planet that are the perfect opposites of each side of the sphere, and the estimate is about 3 to 15% of all land on Earth is antipodal to other land. Uh, some examples from Wikipedia are eastern China and Mongolia are antipodal to Chile and Argentina. Yep. I, I just watched an episode of QI yesterday, and they went. They talked about antipodes a lot, actually. So perfect. I, uh, you I did my homework. Know that you're ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went on the subreddit where people find someone who lives on the opposite side of the Earth of each other and put a piece of bread on the ground Earth and sandwich. called it a Earth oh, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Earth sandwich. They also talked yeah. about that on QI, so I I did my homework for both of you, I guess. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, geez. Uh, so after some more climbing down up now, 
from on the other side of the planet, Virgil and Dante squeeze through a narrow crack in the rock formed by the frozen lake Cocytus that... Sorry, sorry. So they crossed the equator. Now are they climbing up the ladder feet first? <laughs> did, they, did they stop uh, to no, switch No, because remember Virgil rotates. <laughs> okay, so okay, okay. He's not scooting feet first up, like pushing his up body the up, up the ladder. <laughs> uh, he's, the natural position of the ladder is you have to ascend it feet first and descend it head first. That is classic power line safety. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so once you get to the midpoint, you, with your feet. you gotta just bounce off of Satan's balls and flip around on your yeah. way down, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. He, with your rollerblades, just like boing. Yeah. <laughs> my moon boot. I, good thing I brought my moon boots. <laughs> Product placement of the divine comedy. <laughs> Label like, out on that Red Bull, Virgil. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so much more awake now. Yeah. Well, you'd also uh, have wings, so you could just fly, right? Uh, well, he's not an angel. He's a pagan. But he drank Red Bull, dude. Oh, well, he's got temporary wings now. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Red Bull, I get out of even Dante knew that the wings were metaphorical. Red yeah. Bull makes you piss gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull. Drink enough, you'll probably get kidney stones. I'm going to say it's a kidney <laughs> failure in a can. Yeah. <laughs> kidney stones. So uh, they squeeze through a narrow cra- crack in the rock formed by the frozen lake Cocytus, which imprisons the treacherous, and the river Lethe, the river of oblivion. Uh, Lethe here is a river that flows down from the summit of Mount Purgatory and is the fifth, fifth and final river of Hades from Greek mythology that Dante has used. All the four previous ones are in hell itself, and we discussed those already. Okay. Does Lethe flow down the mountain head first or feet first? Uh, I mean, that depends on, like, you have to tickle a river and see which end laughs, right, to see, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, figure out, to figure that out, because you can't ask it. Uh, to tickle a river <laughs> sounds like, like a T.S. Eliot poem or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, to tickle a river. Contemplations. <laughs> um, Lethe is the river of forgetfulness. Uh, in the Aeneid, or the Aeneid uh, Virgil in, that Virgil wrote in real life, uh, he wrote that the dead drink from this river to forget their lives and be reincarnated. Um, it also but- flows through the river of Hypnos, the god of sleep, where the babbling of its brooks put the dead to sleep. Uh, the Lethe is the river of what again? Uh, forgetfulness. Oh, <laughs> got him. That's how you. <laughs> Dang. That's how you find the which side of the the brook is the head is the side that babbles. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dante kind of invented ASMR, like the so, like the subtle babbling of the brook uh, puts the dead <laughs> to sleep. For gaming and studying. Yeah. Twitch.tv um, slash amaranth. Babbling <laughs> 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 brooks. Uh, the poets finally emerge in the very early morning of Eastern Easter Sunday, April 10th, 1300, uh, again, local time, because they're on the other side of the planet. Okay. Um, and the mountain extends out of the ocean towards a starry sky. Um, now, given our lives growing up within Western canon, what do you guys think purgatory is like? Boring. I had the wrong, I had the wrong impression yeah. going into this. So it's, to- it's like the waiting room from what we hear, but... I'd, I'd imagine that's not the case. Ethan, what'd you say? I said boring, but it, okay, yeah. So like Jamie says, if the waiting room of hell was wasps on a river, uh, on a riverbank, stinging yeah. your, your naked body, uh, then I'm going to guess it's like, I don't know, ice baths and electroshock therapy? 
Oh, you think it's like an asylum from yeah. the from the 30s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ways to make people healthy again, okay? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Hang yeah, him upside um, down and put toads in his pants. That'll fix his insanity. <laughs> Electro- you got too much blood. Get it out. <laughs> Electroshock therapy actually has like positive effects on depression. And okay. like they people still do it now today, yeah. And huh. it, it helps some people. Yeah, but it, the the whole thing with it is it's elective, right? It's yeah, when, it's, it's when like you incarcerate day. someone, strap them to a table, and then make them suffer it. It suddenly yeah. loses those beneficial properties. Like, yeah, electric and elective go well together. I guess <laughs> the yeah. electric elective. Oh, oh that's, dude, that's what we should have called this podcast, guys. <laughs> electric elective. That's a great name for a podcast. Don't nobody take that, okay? We can make another one about music and just call it that. The electric elective. I don't know anything about music. Or we could we could just uh, start a podcast about electroshock therapy and asylums in the 30s. Oh, and, it's, and it's healthy benefits. Yeah. <laughs> My little brother had it. We'd have a guest. So, <laughs> oh, <gotcha. laughs> um, so compared to hell, uh, you guys are exactly like we were all had the same assumptions about purgatory. You're completely wrong. I figured. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. way you led the question, I was like, okay, here's one that I'm going to yeah, be wrong about. Yeah. <laughs> Objection. Leading the witness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Dante, being the Mary Kondo of the 14th century, loves him some organizing. Yeah, got a tidy. Uh, the mountain of purgatory is once again divided up into sections, this time called terraces, uh, while the overarching allegory for this entire section of the comedy is penance, as well as describing how sin is derived from love. So, so they're terraces. Lo- they like get little shrimp cocktails and and fun <laughs> drinks with 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 little like umbrellas in it and yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, a twenty liter pitcher is uh, forty bucks. Wow. Yeah, now, from five to seven. Are masks but, mandatory on the terraces or? Uh, not at this time. Actually. Oh wow, that's that's pretty fucked yeah. up though, huh? Yeah. yeah. You tuck a paper straw under your mask. So you can, <laughs> <laughs> drink your beer pint. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What is this new hell? I hated paper straws before the pandemic. <laughs> it tastes weird. I mean, it's that or maybe um, kill someone. So, you know, who's well, to say I what's know, worse? I, know. <laughs> I mean, frankly, I'm just not going to go to a terrace. Yeah. I'm just going to avoid the whole situation entirely. Tell me about it. Um, so love of sex makes you lustful. Love of food makes you gluttonous. Love of seven deadly sins. The anime makes you a fucking weeaboo. <laughs> true, 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 true. Okay. Um, as with any good hotel, there is once again a lobby of sorts before getting up to the seven terraces and the penthouse suite. Okay. Uh, the lobby in this case is called Ante Purgatory. Um, and it's the shores of the island around the mountain where the lads meet Cato the Younger. Um, His placement here is still debated uh, because, one, he's a pagan, and, like, why is he working in purgatory, purgatory, not in limbo with other guiltless damned? Because that's where Uh, our our boy Virgil's from, right? Virgil lives in limbo, yeah. He was devout, but a pagan. Uh, No, he's a virtuous pagan. He is not a Christian. Sorry, yeah, but not not devout, not de- but not virtuous. Devout, so, yeah. well, did did Cato get to come to Purgatory because he helped Inspector Clugo, Cluzo in the uh, Pink Panther movies? Yes, uh, he taught uh, he taught Virgil karate. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> what is a virtuous pagan? Uh, somebody good. Good, good person who's not Christian has good virtues. Yeah. Is virtuous. I yeah. said devout, meaning virtuous, but devout is more uh, believes in uh, religion. Yeah. Just like a good person, but not Christian, so you can't go to paradise. Sorry, bro. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so Cato was a real Roman senator uh, who lived between 95 BC and 46 BC. Uh, he died in Utica, upstate New York, meaning he <laughs> never heard the term steamed hams, as oh, that was an Albany expression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Talk, life, we talked about him in one of my university classes, Cato. What did he do? Uh, in life, he had a public conflict with Julius Caesar, was not okay. involved in the assassination plot. Uh, he was apparently immune to bribes and had a firm distaste of corruption within the Roman Senate. Yeah, he was good like, a, he's, known, he's known for being a really good senator, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. At, like at the time, just like a just did things right and like by the book. And he was like one of the big ones who like always spoke out against Caesar taking power. Cause he's like, we know you're just going to keep the power, blah, blah, blah. And like whatever. And Caesar did. And it wasn't necessarily yeah. a bad thing for Rome at the time, like through the lens of history, Caesar keeping power wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Cause they did go on to do some pretty incredible things, but uh, probably for the people at the time, it was shittier, you know? Yeah. And Dante has like kind of mixed feelings on, uh, Rome and Caesar, right? Because Cassius and Brutus are both being not on by Satan. The worst, yeah, the lowest yeah. level of hell. Exactly. Right. And then he's got somebody here who is anti-Caesar, Cato, working in on the shores of Mount Purgatory. Where he should uh, never have been able to get. No, as, exactly. As uh, the, the debates on displacement within the comedy likely stem from the fact he also killed himself. And it was mm. not placed in the forest of suicides back in hell. Huh. Good for him. So for me, my lore boy standard for <laughs> what this. What do you mean? Don't wait. What do you mean? Good for him. <laughs> he killed himself. Good for him. No, he didn't get placed in the in hell, dude. It's not in hell. He made it to purgatory. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to clear that one up. Okay. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I, it was a little ambiguous, I guess. <laughs> he for for our for our purposes, he seems analogous to Minos in Limbo, who is like a pagan who's given a job in the afterlife, right? Okay. So. Why is here? No one can confirm. Can't ask Dante. We we, we don't have his, his the notes he left in the margin. Just like Cato the Younger, suicide? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Because <laughs> um, Cato here has been placed by God Himself as a general guardian or like bouncer on the shores of the island. Um, unlike damnation in Purgatory, souls are guided to the mountain by angels, uh, all the while singing. In Exutu, Israel de Egypto, um, after gathering in Ostia, which is a, a seaport in Rome, at the end of the Tiber River. That's where bones come from. Boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can check out our Command and Conquer episode for more about the Tiber River as well, or whatever. Yeah. There's a new uh, Command and Conquer that just came out. Have you guys tried it? Yeah, yeah. It's an old, it's an old new. Uh, I have not. It was like a couple weeks ago. I've only anyway. ever played Red Alert. Okay. Listen Back to our times. Command and Conquer episodes. Yeah, you just listen to all our episodes, actually. In <laughs> um, Exodus, Israel, the Egypto is an old Italian song telling the story of Exodus, where the Jews left Israel, uh, left for Israel with Moses from Egypt. Right. I remember. That. Uh, in Let a letter my to his people, go. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the Prince of Egypt, the DreamWorks movie. Yeah. yeah. That movie's fucking awesome. I've heard good things. Um, in a letter to his top patron, uh, Ken Grande e Della Scala, Dante also explained that the song represents the redemption of Christ and the journey from the soul, uh, journey of the soul from sin to grace. Uh, and he has more info on his Patreon, patreon.com slash dcomedy69. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 69, 69. Yeah. For the third tier, we've got you a guaranteed spot in heaven. Yeah, All you yeah, need to spend yeah. is two hundred and fifty dollars a month, and uh, we'll that's you. um, that that puts you in fraud. That's like uh, what is it? That's simony. Is like paying for paying for power in the church. 
Damn. I mean, isn't there a sect of, of Christianity that, that like leans really hard into the donations? Like all the tele, uh, televangelists, right? Televangelists do. I don't know if they, I don't know if they're like a, their own sect. Like I that, wouldn't I, even name a sect if we had to right now, but that we could just leave it at that. Evangelical say, right? Protestants is the one ah. that Jamie was about to mention before I cut him off here. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> About the whole Protestant Reformation is because Martin Luther thought that buying your sins away was stupid. The fuck? <laughs> oh, and maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I know like tithing is is huge. Like the the those televangelists, they drive like they all have like private jets, like fifty seven yeah, million dollars, and yeah. uh, there, there's that famous clip of them like reasoning during the, like the 2008 2009 recession why they need to have private jets and why people shouldn't stop sending in money. And yeah. there was a there's this one guy who's always on Reddit. He has the evilest face ever. I yeah. forget his name, but he's one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was, I mean, with the coronavirus too, like he like has this thing where he goes out and he's like, I know all of you, a lot of you are losing your jobs, but you better not stop sending those ties if you want to get up into heaven. And it's just like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay the pilots of my private jet who are both award, like award winning stallions. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're absolutely not allowed to wear a mask when they're, when they're getting on the plane with me. Like, Oh, I was joking that they were actual like racehorses. <laughs> <laughs> Two but, but how could they hold the joystick, Peter? You could, if you're rich enough, you could have like a custom horse use, like a custom like a steering wheel for an airplane that a horse could use. Sure. Or cover it in peanut butter like Mr. Ed, and he'd just like fly it that way. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so the lower part of the mountain contain uh, the excommunicate and the late repentant. Uh, detained at the base of a cliff, the excommunicate include Manfred of Sicily. Uh, Manfred was the last ruler of Sicily from the Hohenstaufen dynasty, which is, I guess, a, a, not a cake or whatever. <laughs> it, sounds like a, it sounds like a corner store cake that you yeah, can get. Just like, oh, baby, I'm too tired. When you go get when you go get soda, can you pick us up a couple of Hohenstaufens? And she'd be like, of course, honey. <laughs> of course, honey. Um, they were, um, a the Hohenstaufens were a dynasty of the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, Manfred supported the Ghibelline side of the Guelph and Ghibelline conflict, meaning Dante was not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. He was Guelph. He wanted to popes because that's all they ever fought about was, I popes, I popes too, but you popes wrong, so let's war. <laughs> it's like the history of Europe. One of them basically. had to pope better, right? What are the odds that they were perfectly equivalent popes? Yeah. That almost course. never happens. <laughs> uh, Manfred, however, did try and smooth things over with the papacy, uh, but he didn't just gave up and defeated the papal army in December of 1254. Uh, following this, he was excommunicated by three popes in a row and was the target of a crusade Damn, between 1255 dude. and 1266. You got to be doing is, something right, man. If you're target of a crusade. <laughs> yeah, and, and excommunication uh, by three popes. Ultimate badass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pope Urban IV then enlisted the help of Charles of Anjou. Keith Andrew Urban was Bell. a pope? <laughs> wow. What? Dude. He, he got help from Charles of Anjou. And during the Battle of Benevento, Manfred was killed. The okay. Pope hat has like the little cowboy hat things yeah. on the <laughs> on, side. On the, the brim, the cowboy brim around the. <laughs> you just hear his spurs underneath his like papal robes. Like... <laughs> got the Texas tie. The little, yeah, yeah. The a little bolo. Yeah. yeah. Cold yep. beer. It would have the truck sliding. with glass windows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got bulletproof glass for my truck. <laughs> yeah. 
So after being excommunicated three times, it's quite obvious why Dante would think Manfred was here at the base of Mount Purgatory. But again, why not in hell? Just not bad enough, I guess. Not a bad enough it dude, really huh? On, it's, it's all personal opinion, right? It's not like... This isn't... It's like a fictitious autobiography for Dante. So it's just like, who, who did he hate more? You know? <laughs> it's demon bureaucracy. He didn't check off the, the right boxes on the forums. So... Yeah. Yeah, he just didn't end up in the right place, you know? Some uh, slipped through the cracks. Yeah, it's bound to happen. Yeah. yeah. Some people, you know, we're running a big operation here. Uh, you know, the universe. Some people uh, just end up in purgatory. Yeah, you know, you can't, can't really explain it. Hey, processing uh, 80 billion souls to date. I mean, it's not that, it's not easy, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Well, like, if they have the accuracy of, like, the Lego factory, I think that'd be pretty fucking good. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, something like, something like less than 10 defective Legos are thrown away per million or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Danes uh, don't, do don't get... <laughs> Don't get saucy started. He posts enough Lego lore videos in our Discord. Yeah. Don't even bring it up. The Lego fa- the Lego factory is at the peak of Mount Purgatory. It's the final terrace is where they make <laughs> Lego. They, they will get their Lego lore someday, I promise. <laughs> yes, one day. Um, Manfred explains that those there must wait to get into heaven for three times as long as they were resistant to God's laws. However, prayers from the living can reduce their sentence. Oh, so, shit, dude. So if you got a fan club... Oh, dude, we're going to spend, like, no time in Purgatory because all our, our adoring fans are going to pray for us, obviously. The, yep. the lore folk will keep us out of Purgatory. Or at <laughs> least, like, we'll be there for, like, a weekend. It's, right. it, yeah, exactly. It's kind of nice a business stuff. to be had. So um, in the funeral home, so we have this option for the casket. Uh, if you like, we have 100 people who could pray for them to get them into heaven quicker. If not, that's okay. It's your it's your money. They, you don't they, have to spend. Yeah, they'll, they, I mean, they'll they just they'll be, they will be spending time uh, in purgatory. That's, that's so, okay. Jamie, I think what you're talking about is actual indulgences, which Martin Luther did not like. You could totally pay to absolve the dead and get them out of purgatory quicker. Sounds right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not like you're the first guy who thought that Catholicism could make a little bit of cash on the side. <laughs> but let's let's be honest, though. It's been clear for a long time that Jamie and Martin Luther probably would have butted heads if they were around at the same time. Okay, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've always said it. Jamie and Martin Luther, like, oh, two opposite ends of the spectrum, my guy. It's like yeah. red and blue. He probably he probably didn't even play WoW, so. Yeah, if no, he did, he probably played that. a lot. He would have played Alliance. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd play a paladin and just play, like, crusade music all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so the second group in Ante Purgatory are the late repentant. Uh, these are the indolent. Uh, those were too busy or too lazy to repent. Uh, people who repented and were also too late to get their last rites, uh, which seems really unfair. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, it, so he describes a lot of these people had been murdered. Like, they died violent deaths before they could re- be read their last rites. And they're just on the shores of Mount Purgatory. So they're kind of just waiting around. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine you, you, like, get murdered and it's like, oh, no, sorry, you didn't you didn't cry out repentance while, while you were getting stabbed. Yep. Sorry. Like you said, dude, yeah, 80 billion know. souls. 80 billion souls. You got to set the line somewhere and you just got to <laughs> keep going. <laughs> you hold it, man. That's the bureaucracy yeah. at work for you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, the final category within the late repentant are negligent rulers. Uh, because 
kings and queens are like appointed by God sort of thing, so they kind of get a free pass. Though, if they're negligent, um, uh, yeah, that, that's it. Um, we're going to get more into some negligent rulers uh, in a moment, because uh, Dante also finds someone named Bellacqua, uh, who is theorized to be the dead friend of Dante's, as he is relieved to find him in purgatory and not in hell. Pretty wild. So he's just like checking off his Facebook friends, just like, okay, who's where? What's going on here? Yeah, uh, Bellacqua <laughs> checked in at Purgatory. Check, yeah, checking yeah, yeah, exactly. check on Facebook. Checked right. in at Safe. Checked in at Safe. Shores of Mount Purgatory. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, phew. I was so worried. Uh, who he was in life is not confirmed. Uh, the best guess is that Bellacqua was a nickname given to Duccio di Bonavia, which was a musician and friend of Dante's. He also made musical instruments. Bellacqua, Bonavia... I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's just it could just be a nickname, right? Yeah. Um, records exist stating that Bonavia was alive in 1299 and dead by 1302. So it is assumed he died at some point in and around 1300 where the comedy is set. That's kind of how they figure this is the guy, but it's unconfirmed as to who he actually is. Uh, Belacqua's recognition in modern times is mostly thanks to Samuel Beckett, who wrote Waiting for Godot and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, among other things. Waiting um, for Gal Gadot? Damn. Waiting for Gal Gadot. I, I love I that am. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wish it was longer uh, than 28 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of Beckett's favorite works is the Divine Comedy, and he identified strongly with Belacqua's indolence. So, like, well, I mean, that's good for, like, for an Irish author. He's very resistant to Catholicism, right? Yeah. So, um. So while Belacqua is still in the fetal position under a large rock, uh, Dante is relieved to find him safe. And since he isn't damned, he will eventually end up in paradise. Oh, good. He's safe, uh, crushed under this large rock. Don't got to yeah, worry about it. Yeah, I don't know if he is being weighed down by a stone or whether he's like hiding under a stone. Or just, Either there, way. There's no blankets in purgatory. And he's, <laughs> he's like yeah, trying, he's trying to take a nap. So he just grabs a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm, yeah. Cozy. <laughs> He's, he's Patrick, Patrick Star, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, is is SpongeBob just purgatory? Yeah, yeah. Is SpongeBob <laughs> Dante? Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they go swimming in the the sea at the bottom of the sea, which we talked about earlier, right? Uh-huh. Those oh, alien Gula. things. Yeah. Goolagoon would definitely be one of those like rivers of muck filled with the wrathful, right? It's like mm-hmm. the flagellion or what I I can't remember these words without reading them in front of me because I'm an idiot. Even I wrote it. <laughs> the phlogiston? <laughs> Phlogiston, no, it's had a Y in it. There you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, they also find Pia di Tolome, who was a noblewoman murdered by her husband, therefore not receiving her last rites, um, and Sordello, who was a performer and composer from Mantua in northern Italy. Uh, Virgil was also from Mantua, uh, but since he's a pagan, allows Sordello to explain the rule of the mountain. Uh, souls can only move up the mountain during the day since the sun represents God. So there's going to be a lot of timekeeping uh, throughout this episode because they had got a schedule to keep, right? It's, it's, so. like, uh, it's like red light, green light. You can, yeah. You can only move when the, the sun's up. And then if you're caught oh. moving when the sun's down, it's like, oh, back to start. Back to hell. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Playground damnation was my favorite thing to do when I was young. <laughs> it's fun being damned forever. <laughs> what are you kids doing? Getting damned for all eternity? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. Uh, so finding, about, finding out the rules of the mountain, uh, they chill in the Ante for so long that it's now sunset. So Virgil and Dante relax in the Valley of Princes. 
This is the part that is reserved for negligent rulers, uh, people who are too focused on public or private life, life to focus on their own spiritual salvation. Okay. Yeah. Too busy so, ruling. All chest day, no leg day. So they were all just like drumstick-shaped manlets. Okay, good. That's my type. All going around, yeah. That's what I'm striving. When the gyms reopen, that's what I want to do. I never want to exercise my fucking legs again. <laughs> wheel, wheel me to the gym, baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do drive there. <laughs> I, got, I got some biceps to blast. Um, Dante rejoices at finding another friend, uh, Nino Visconti, here in Purgatory and not in Hell. Um, so this is one of those parts where it's still kind of Mary Sue-ish, where it's just like, wow, what are the chances that everybody I love is not in hell? Except for that one guy I accused of being a sodomite who's like wandering a burning yeah, yeah. desert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like, wow, everybody I like is such a good person. They made totally it. Frozen up to their necks in ice, so I just like, oops, trip on them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, God agrees with me. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> what do you mean? The proof that God agrees with me is right there. I wrote it in a poem. <laughs> um, you know what your honor the defense rests he did write it in a poem he did write it down himself and say that he was right so yeah. you know what screw it we'll just pay for him to be absolved <laughs> yeah, 700 years later <laughs> uh, finally Dante crashes at around 8.30pm that night like a nerd for a good night's sleep well sun's so going down in bed 4-9 in anti-purgatory um, sun's going down what are you going to do Yeah, ex- get caught walking like- up the hill at night I don't think so not if God's not looking, then you can't can't prove that you've been absolved of your sins. Exactly. Um, so after getting his 40 winks and submitting himself to the snooze button, Dante rises just after 8 in the morning, finding that someone has carried him past the rabble at the gate, uh, past the rabble on the shores up to the gate of purgatory. That's convenient. Uh, this is also known as Peter's Gate, which is my political controversy in Vietnam. <laughs> okay, right. Um, and there are, yeah, Peter Gate. It's where I, uh, I I didn't know they were recording when I admitted to all those crimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are three steps up to the gate. Uh, one that is polished white, reflecting the penitent's true self. Uh, one that is uh, is just a black rock with a cross cracked into it, uh, representing mourning, and one that is red, representing the blood of Christ. Now, Saint Peter guards the gates, right? To heaven. No. Uh, in heaven, maybe. I haven't read anything about Paradiso yet. This is the gate to purgatory. This is Peter's gate. What are the what are the gates to heaven called? The pearly gates? I don't the know what they're going to be called. Here. Yeah, yeah. It's St. Peter, right? But that's uh, not that's, this, though. That's not this, though. We're not going to heaven. We're in um, purgatory. All I'm, all I'm saying is there's a parallel here, guys. Jamie, I'm, the- I'm wondering <laughs> when St. Peter was first assigned to... Yeah, St. Peter, guarded by St. Peter. Um, assigned yeah. to that role if it was before or after this Dante fellow. Uh, oh, after this was written? Yeah, or before. At the purgatory, Peter's gate is guarded just by like an angel valet who carries an unsheathed sword. Um, at this time, the angel is too bright for Dante to look at. However, Virgil tells the angel that they have a doctor's note from Beatrice and Mary and also tells Dante to sack up and climb up three stairs. Okay. So, like, everything has swords because this all this was written back when swords were, like, the, the weapon. The high-tech about- thing, right? Would they all have like AK forty sevens if we wrote a Bible today, or it's like just, how would that go? It's all if we wrote a Bible today, <laughs> yeah. God, God has drones, dude. Obviously, yeah. yeah, it would just just be robots all the way up. By the way, by the way, uh, every time a bell rings and a drone gets its motors, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a drone gets a civilian casualty. Uh, oh my god, Jesus. 
Um, St. Peter, St. Peter, uh, keys to the kingdom, uh, in this thing called the Bible. So, uh-huh. uh, was that, I, I, it doesn't give a date. So I don't know if it was written before or after this, uh, Dante's thing. I guess there's no way to really tell. I think the Bible's a spinoff. I'm not uh, sure. Of Dante's <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I, have, I haven't read the parody so far yet. I don't know where they got the, uh, <laughs> the idea. Yeah. The Bible is great satire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Dante crawls up the three steps and begs the angel for one more hit of that sweet, sweet god. Uh, the angel agrees. However, he uses the tip of his sword to carve seven letter P's into Dante's forehead. Peter, uh, Peter, Peter, saying, Peter, 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 Peter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he states, take heed that thou wash these wounds when thou shalt be within. Pee, pee, uh, poo, poo, pee, pee, poo is what it stands Oh, my bad, my yeah. bad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the One P represents the old Italian word peccatum or sin. Okay. Seven P's for the seven deadly sins. That makes more uh, sense than writing Peter into his forehead seven times. Yeah. Considering this angel's name is not Peter. He is unnamed. Well, the gate is called Peter. The gate is called Peter. It's Peter's gate. Oh, the gate. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like it's uh, a it's a Baldur's Gate spinoff. Peter's gate. Yeah, it's it's uh, D and D. It's uh, but it's it's like two point oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Purgatorio. It's just a flash game that it has like seven items in it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> um. So while passing through each terrace, the idea is that the angel guarding the exit will heal one of the peas and allow Dante and Virgil to go through. It's like the opposite uh, opposite of a membership card. So every time you get to a new gate, they peel a sticker off. Okay. So that you can then get into paradise. So then paradise is a free sub. Uh, a free six-inch sub. I mean, <laughs> what long is ridiculous. We're not made of money here. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maybe, maybe they don't peel the sticker off. They just put a sticker over one of the peas. Oh, so you just end up with a bunch of fucking stickers yeah, on they, your car? They just give, you, just, lore just give you a band-aid. For, there's lore for why they canceled that whole plan of stickers on subway cards, by the way. I forgot oh, the story, but I remember it being interesting. Okay. Is that the next episode? Is that your next episode? Yes, yeah. What happened to the stickers for your free sub at subway card? They've got a good villain, I'll tell you that. That's yeah, a, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> some, something, something using stickers to lure children? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. uh, so yeah. after giving their emails to the angel... Uh, he unlocks the gate using a silver key and a golden key. Uh, they represent remorse and reconciliation, respectively. And shortly thereafter, they hook up the original Xbox and play a little truth and reconciliation in Halo, because Dante wants to get his hands on that fucking sniper. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah. So after they finish the level on Legendary, the angel warns the poets never to look back. Okay. Easy Don't to... look back down the mountain. Easily done. Yep. The best well, view, when you're climbing a mountain, best view, straight ahead at the mountain. Thankfully, we learned how to climb upwards on the way here. Don't you worry. We're not going to beat first up this mountain, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, got, we figured it out back on Satan's balls. Vir- Virgil slowly <laughs> lying down on his back and like crawling, like dragging himself up with his feet. And Dante just like, dude, no, no, not like that. Remember? Remember? He just said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, right, sorry. Right, right, right. No, I don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> we now come to the seven terraces of purgatory. As I said earlier, they represent the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, these differ from the rings of hell due to them being more psychological in nature. So it's motive and not action. So it's the difference between wanting someone dead and murdering somebody. Okay. So he does place a different weight on on something like that, which does make sense. Like, if I wanted someone dead right now, you'd never know unless I did something or told you. Jamie. Yikes. 
Ah. <laughs> Uh, the first three sins are categorized as love of the harm of others. Uh, the fourth is defective love. And the final three are the overbearing love of good things. And each terrace earns Dante a free Virgin Mary trading card, basically. Defe- defective love sounds so like an 80s pop song. Like It's another good band name. Tainted and love, yeah. Another good uh, podcast that we could start. Yeah, Defective Love. Where it, it'll be a dating podcast where we date each other. <laughs> yeah, that would not work. <laughs> wow well i guess if you want to kill jamie and all then <laughs> yeah yeah gets shit. awkward fast. <laughs> so the first terrace is pride uh keeping with the scheduling dante and virgil virgil ascend to pride around nine in the morning uh on this terrace uh there are many statues depicting humility uh such as the trading card here is mary with the angel gabriel uh, okay. The Roman Emperor Trajan is also there, as well as an expanded Lord's Prayer. So they have like a director's cut of the Lord's Prayer in okay. Pride. <laughs> nice. Um, prideful souls are bent over carrying huge rocks, uh, though as all things are in purgatory, it's temporary. So depending on how long you are prideful, triple that, carry the rock. Gotcha. Okay, speaking of carrying rocks, one of our fans just sent over my Minecraft skin that he finished making for me. Nice. Dude. That oh, is good. cool as hell. <laughs> I'm glad you're paying attention. This, <laughs> all, all this shit about the seven deadly sins isn't going to be on the test. Yeah. Want to dig to hell with the lore boys? Just uh, just tune into our Minecraft <laughs> so, yeah. on Discord. First you can get 20 diamonds, then you can get Satan's balls. <laughs> <laughs> That, my my first house in Minecraft is going to be shaped like Satan's balls at the center of the earth. Perfect. <laughs> but they got to be upside down because you got to turn. Yeah, upside down no matter which way you look at them. Yeah. It's like the Mona Lisa's eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Or upside down no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of the people that Dante recognizes on the Terrace of Pride is Umberto Aldobraneschi, who was a dead Italian count. Um, though he is alive, Dante actually recognizes his own prideful part in this game uh he says quote i fear much more the punishment below my soul is anxious in suspense already i feel the heavy weights of the first terrace so he is rec- recognizing himself as kind of a prideful person he's just like if i die i'm gonna end up here i guarantee it carrying a big fucking rock <laughs> well i'm not prideful what, 1300 page like self-aggrandizing fan fiction is suddenly prideful come on <laughs> come on this is not fair like oh so unfair <laughs> Um, he also sees some familiar carvings of Satan, uh, the construction of the Tower of Babel, and King Saul. Uh, the pair arrive at another gate guarded by an angel, the Angel of Humility. Uh, Dante hears the beatitude, blessed are the poor in spirit, and then after the angel uh, brushes one of the peas off of his forehead to heal it, uh, he finds that climbing the mountain is easier. So every terrace remove a pee the weight of sin is kind of taken off it's a lot easier when you're not carrying all that pee yeah which is stored in the balls yeah just like gravity or whatever (laughs) (laughs) the next terrace (laughs) that's very stupid (laughs) gravity is stored in the balls change my mind (laughs) this is your episode The next terrace is Envy. Uh, This is the sin that looks on with grudging hatred upon other men's gifts and good fortune, taking every opportunity to run them down and deprive them of their happiness. So it's just fucking Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it? That's it. Um, When they enter the terrace of Envy, they hear voices on the wind telling everybody how fucking cool generosity is. 
and they see another <laughs> scene from the life of the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Uh, the one where she encouraged Jesus to perform his first miracle uh, during the spring season of suburban T-ball. So this is the <laughs> this is the realm of change.org petitions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> change.org totally petitions, as far as you guys can see. There, I saw one the other day. It was uh, to to stop the war in Yemen. Like, yeah, I saw you, that. I saw that too. Do we really think that they're going to listen to the cha- to the people at change.org? <laughs> oh no. 80 people signed this. We yeah, better stop. Oh, no. 80,000 people in the Americas signed this. Like, ooh. Well, battle's over, guys. Yeah. Uh, where was I here? Right. Uh, also in this uh, on this tariff, we find Cain, the son of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. having murdered his brother Abel, Abel. who rolls, rolls deep with the big J that we discussed in the last episode. Jod. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jod, you know, Jesus' father. I mean, Jesus' father. <laughs> I'm really unclear why beating his brother to death was less shitty than being jealous of him because uh, Cain is not in hell yeah, for murder. He's bullshit. in purgatory temporarily for the envy of Abel, which is weird because Abel was in limbo in hell until Jesus went to get him. I mean, it's not a perfect system, you know? <laughs> we, <laughs> keep, we keep saying that some people slip through the cracks. Yeah, I also think it's funny because purgatory is temporary. So at some point, he's gonna have to like go to dinner with his parents and brother, like up in heaven. Like, hey man, I brought cheap fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I uh, yeah, you know, well, I I signed a couple petitions. There was a there was one that said, "Don't stone your brother to death." So we we death with a bat or like the leg of a stable or something cool? like that. Don't, cool. uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, well, I signed one that said don't stone your brother, but I figure it, it pretty much covers the same bases, right? So we're cool, right? Hey, can you pass the gravy? Yeah. Hey, Mom. <laughs> Mom, nice Mom. Yeah. Mom, did you make my bed yet? Mom. <laughs> you better not change my room. Abel's not been in here, has he? <laughs> don't make me get the table leg. Well, no, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, we're cool. We're cool. It's cool. <laughs> He still looks such a dickhead. Uh, in the mid-afternoon, uh, the angel of charity approaches to heal another pea on Dante's forehead. The angel then flies Dante and Virgil up to the next terrace. However, he is still too imbued with perfection for Dante to look at. Uh, he still has to keep his eyes closed when the angel is present. It's still, it's still just like staring at a lamp, basically. Okay. Yeah, all the angels are lamps. They're the Pixar lamps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Charity, who is not a cheap stripper, drops the boys off on the Terrace of Wrath. Charity is a... Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know a cheap stripper named Charity, though. Yeah, just like the, the angel shows up. He can't stare, but he has to close his eyes and look down. He's just yeah. like a bunch of dollar bills stuffed yeah, yeah, into it. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. There's two rules. Uh, you won't be able to look at me, and no touching. <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to... On uh, this terrace. Yeah, unless you want to go to the back room, and then we're kind of loose with the rules. <laughs> that's pretty charitable uh, of them honestly so yeah well yeah that's true. the angel of charity probably would do that uh so here <laughs> i'll let you touch a little <laughs> touch my abs yeah yeah <laughs> no 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 higher honey <laughs> the belt. um so yeah up to the terrace of wrath the third one uh here the example of meekness is called the finding of the temple which is from the gospel of luke uh it's also known as christ among the doctors 
Uh, and it tells the story of a 12-year-old Kevin McAllister being left behind by mistake in a temple by his parents, Mary <laughs> and Joseph. Okay. However, three, three days later, when he showed back up, after getting directions from Donald Trump, presumably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was reunited, and Mary was loving and understanding, whereas most parents would be angry. So Mary kept her cool, meaning she was not wrathful towards the young Kevin McAllister. Well, you'd, you'd think she'd be especially angry because she opened the door and there was a makeshift flamethrower that lit her hair on fire whenever she opened the door <laughs> oh, in the yeah. temple. You know, so. <laughs> so he gets hit in the head with yeah, a yeah. paint can. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Her, 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 <laughs> his dad, Joseph, was pretty mad because uh, there was some hot, hot wheels on the ground and he, he just tripped down them right into the basement. And then once he was in the basement, he was stuck down there. There's a bunch of glue on the floor. It was, it was pandemonium. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Wrathful Wander Around in Acrid Smoke, which I had to Google because I had no idea what that meant. It's basically it's... like tear gas. It yeah. just is something that is foul-smelling, bitter-tasting, and burns your eyes. That's a great word uh, that I've only ever read, and I would have pronounced it acrid. Really? Uh, I pronounce it that way because I also left a side note here. The acrid are also the race of thermal-powered Gatorade spiders from the Lost Planet video games. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> they refer to them as acrid in that game. Probably a lot of crossover between uh, the Bible and the Lost Planet video game. And the Lost Planet franchise. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Paradise yeah. is just fucking lousy with Gatorade spiders. Yeah, yeah. Was Lost Lost Planet was a PlayStation game? I played it on 360. Okay, I think I had it on like a PlayStation 2 demo disc or something like that. That's I like the first about. one. It, they're kind of neat and weird. I never played the second or third, though. Oh, they're those, like, uh, you're in the Arctic, and it's like a mech game, right? Uh, the third one has mechs in it. Okay. Uh, the first one, it's like you constantly have to, like, the the bugs, there's giant bugs on an ice planet, and they have, like, this orange goo inside them, and you yeah. constantly have to pick it up. Like, your your health is always ticking down because you need to kill to replenish your okay. whatever. It's just bright orange. It looks like Gatorade. Like, that. that's it. Anyway. Sponsored by J Fuel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink Red Bull. It'll give you orange goo inside that people will try and crack you open for to keep them alive. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're earning our sponsorship dollars today, boys. Oh yeah, yeah. working hard um, for it. The prayer associated with this terrace is the Angus Day. Uh, Lamb of God, you who take away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Grant us peace. Okay. Um, Dante finds time to debate Marco Lombardo on free will. However, at time of writing, it is unconfirmed whether Lombardo was ever even a real person. So, again, it was just like, yeah, and I was in wrath, right? And I debated with this dude and just like just just destroyed him with facts and logic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His name's Marco Lombardo. It's like, who the fuck is he? Uh, you know, you can look him up. No, Don't. Yeah. You yeah. can. Yeah, Marco Lombardo, you don't know him, dude. He was like the greatest debater of like the Roman era. Like Yeah. Uh dude, I'm pretty sure he wasn't. No, no, okay. Do you really want to debate me, dude? I beat Marco Lombardo in a in a debate. Okay. You don't want to debate <laughs> me right Marco now. Marco Lombardo okay? is in no way just like a Ben Shapiro sock puppet Twitter to he can just yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got like an <laughs> um, nice himself. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to log out in one name. of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's got a good rhymy name too. Yeah. It sounds like made up. Oh, Jim Bob Nimrod. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, it. That's yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marco Lombardo, lousy with debates. He's terrible. He's an idiot. I got. I was right about everything. Yeah. Free will. No, no. He was Meanwhile, very smart. Here but... I am ascending the mountain of purgatory to go talk to God. Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So before the so, uh, the angel of peace guards the exit to um wrath. Uh, and before blinding him with light and ferrying him off to the next terrace, we see other uh, 
like he sees visions of other examples of wrath. Uh, one of which is Lavinia of Roman myth. Uh, she is the final wife of Aeneas of Virgil Aeneid fame. So the yeah. epic poem that he wrote, she's one of the characters in that. Mm. Uh, Giovanni Boccaccio, who put the divine in divine comedy, if we remember, uh, wrote about her in a collection about hist historical and mythological women in the 1360s. Uh, Boccaccio's book is notable as the first collection dedicated exclusively to the women of Western literature. Okay. As yeah. opposed to the men. Or a mix of both. I mean, primarily most things were written about men, especially in the medieval times. Yeah. But opposed to mixing or anything like that, uh, he wrote a book that was entirely just a collection about historical and, about and mythical. the ladies. Oh, man, Boccaccio? Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, the angel of peace arrives and brings them up to sloth. Uh, this is the defective love. Right. So it's just laziness. I would um, love, but I'm too lazy. Yeah. Uh, well, so I'm just going to catch your breath instead. on sloth. Same. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work, this whole love thing. Yeah. It, yeah. And it implies loss in the whole thing of it, too. Yeah. I, got <laughs> I got Cheetos and porn, man. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. Hell yeah, yeah just, just chilling here. Um, if you wanted to catch your breath on Got one of these some ketchup Doritos, actually. No way. I was just making fun of those earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Are they good? I like them. If you like ketchup oh, chips, like... I bet. Yep. Yeah, I like ketchup chips. Not a fan. Canada problems. Mm -hmm. um, so if you wanted to catch your breath on a terrace, you came to the wrong fucking place, idiot. Um, this part is separate from the others, as you've got three at the beginning, one in the middle, three at the end, terrace-wise. Um Sloth demands that those there remain too busy to chat. Dante doesn't even see anybody famous or talk to anybody. He just sees a bunch of like fucking Italian politicians just like feverishly stapling papers together that are all and just like constantly organizing <laughs> things. <laughs> they don't have any time to talk to Dante. Uh, he doesn't have any time to like even recognize anybody. If you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, there's yeah, a, there's a seat. There's a secret shopper on this level who's timing everybody and, and <laughs> checking how long their breaks are. So, yeah, <laughs> fucking Peter, so yeah, Peter's like, sisters there just fucking narking on people. You know, it's oh my it's a big god, problem. yeah. Like, it's, it's like I'm starting to recognize one of these souls has been here for quite some time. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. You'd think she would have gone up to paradise at some point. She's like, <gasps> cover's blown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here, God! Yeah. And just like disappear to a cloud of smoke. Just, just turns around to face down the hill and like Raiders of the Lost Ark herself back into heaven. Just like melts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dante didn't even put any like politicians that had wrong opinions in this part. Sloth is just like too busy. Just uh, it's it's I don't know it's making me make it, giving me conniptions. I don't want to stay here. It's yeah, making yeah. me nervous. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, there is a uh, beatitude for this terrace, and it is blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Um, and not wanting to let a good thing go to waste, uh, Dante and Virgil are just like ah, I don't care about all these these jobbers. Uh, they actually sleep for the night on the terrace of sloth. Okay. Yeah, because they're alive, and well, and also not condemned to purgatory so well, they get to they one, get to nap one of them's alive yeah dante is yeah. <laughs> uh, half of it's them. like oh yeah do you want to pull a sick prank dante no not really it's just like no come on let's sleep in front of all the people in sloth man it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be so pissed oh, yeah. <laughs> well at least the all ones right. behind us will be yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> climbing up backwards yeah, yeah. oh you never get to see their faces though 
No. Oh, shit. This is hellish, that, that's dude. probably why. All that's these great pranks, why. and you can't even uh, <laughs> you can't even see the reactions. Um, while sleeping in sloth, uh, Dante dreams of a siren <laughs> representing greed, gluttony, and lust before being awakened by the angel of zeal, um, who, which is the opposite of sloth. Uh, this angel Thank removes you. another P and brings Dante and Virgil to the fifth terrace. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, terrace five is avarice, uh, reserved for those who whose love of earthly goods was too extreme for Dante and God. They have greed, uh, but they they're not that greedy. They are gr- either greedy, ambitious, or extravagant. Well, that's so, yeah, but because purgatory, they don't act on it, right? They're like they have want for nice things, but they don't mm. get nice thing. Or they have only one. Um, like pipe f- to smoke their tobacco, but it's an extravagant one, and they have to only get their yeah. their like it, it's got gold studs on it, and it has like they don't have a million of them, but the one thing they do have, they're very proud of it. It's, there's, it's extravagant. There's one there's one guy there who uh, never bought anything his whole life, but his family got him a gold plated uh, tombstone when he was gone. So they're like, ah, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry man. <laughs> yeah, I mean you wouldn't have to be in purgatory that long. It's just like three times as long as something i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> how, would that, how would that even work because obviously since you can exhume and try people who are dead mm-hmm. or statues like we discussed last yeah, week so exactly. or last time yeah. um i don't know it, it, if your parents got you something extra or if your family got you something extravagant after you died i could totally see you getting punished in purgatory oh man you know what we should do oh never mind i'll save it i'll save it for another time another idea. <laughs> all right yeah I mean, you have eternity. You might as well grab a couple of those rungs of purgatory on the way up, right? Or else you'll never know what it was like. That's true. It'll make yeah. it'll make thirty so that much better. True. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like how good is how good is paradise if you haven't at least spent a little time in purgatory, sleeping under big rocks, or fucking inhaling tear gas? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You're like you're like getting into heaven, just like washing your eyeballs out with milk. You're just like. So what's it worth it? Like, I guess. I, guess. I don't fucking know. You know, this book doesn't really help. I was awake for like, I think like four days straight, man. Yeah. Then, you, <laughs> then your eyes clear and it's God's teat himself giving you the milk Just in your doubt. eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> He's dousing you from his big godly jugs. <laughs> As yeah, he is both Christian God and one of those like uh, like Bronze Age fertility goddesses. That's just like the titties and the gut, like made of yeah, clay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is uh, this is not the episode for the evangelical Protestants out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you want to donate to our Patreon and get us a private fucking jet, then yeah, I'll say whatever. Yeah, that's it. We maybe maybe we could get on the air on whatever channel they show those fucking televangelists on, right? <laughs> yeah. I think they have their own channels. Well, yeah, for sure. But maybe we can yeah. get on it. The God Network or whatever it is. You know? That's probably what somebody, that's probably what an actual evangelical preacher would call his network. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might have, no doubt. Uh, where was I here? Right. Uh, the avaricious, right. Uh, the avaricious lie face down on the ground, repeating the psalm. Oh, my God. Ad heisit pavimento anima mea. Uh, this oh, I know how it goes. Is about avaricious death. <laughs> avaricious death. <laughs> all right okay just definition <laughs> make them boys go crazy <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah it's uh, avaricious was um was god was getting a little too old to be doing pop music but nobody told him no so he did avaricious <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh dante and virgil meet pope adrian the fifth 
an example of a holy man corrupted by ambition and desire, all the while being under the influence of, again, Charles of Anjou, who is like really kind of the background villain of Purgatorio here. Okay. He's got his fingers in many pies. Right. But I think he, I guess he was alive at this point because he's not in hell and isn't in purgatory. Hmm. Right? In 1300 at least. Just he's sowing um, seeds. Yeah, exactly. Um, also here is Hugh the Great, uh, who is Duke of the Franks in the mid 900s, and King Midas, who is not a real person. But he Hugh what? Hugh, Hugh the Great? What? Say that again. This man is a sexist. Hugh the Great? Oh! <laughs> Humongous? Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Humongous what? Yeah. Hugh a... the Great what? Hugh the Great what? Yeah. This man assaulted me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a nice uh, 2017 throwback for all our listeners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're born probably. Up with the uh, dames and, we are. <laughs> and King Midas is also an avarice. Um, I want you guys to guess how long Adrian V was Pope for. Five days. Six days. 38 days. Damn. They Damn. didn't even you ordain win. him as a priest. So he didn't even, he got elected as Pope. Because, again, he was under the influence of uh, Charles of Anjou, who was pulling all the strings, and he died before being ordained. Uh, there was another pope prior to him, a little earlier in the 1200s, who was pope for 16 days, and they never even counted the votes. They were, like, counting votes, and it's like, oh, there we go. It's this guy, and he'd been dead. He was dead already. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just yeah. They felt bad. Like, oh, guys... We should have given it to him while he was alive, I guess. So. Let's just give it to him. Elected, so it's yeah, yeah. Like, oh, um, Jamie, I I prices righted you on that question, and I noticed. I, I just want to stop the podcast. Is prices writing someone a sin? You know what? I take it back. I repent, and uh, I'll I'll you're, go you're with. T- you're talking about it, so that's a little prideful. No, I'm 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 talking about it in a sorrowful sorrowful way. I want to I want to uh, rescind my guess of six. I don't know. I'll go with like twelve or something. Okay. I'll go with like thirty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. whatever. Actually, you know, now that you mentioned it, that's probably a better one to go with. Yeah. So I'll go yeah, with I like that you didn't use your second chance to guess right. But <laughs> <Yeah>. he <laughs> well, said thirty-eight. I don't know. Twice. It's very humble. The angel <laughs> of humility is going to love that. Yeah, he tricked me. Is, <laughs> is tricking me a sin? Should be. Uh, it's fraudulent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's guess healthier, that's that's healthier shit though. Yeah. I'm gonna get roasted, dude. You're roasted, yeah. dude. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Me and the, yeah, the bubbling pitch and all. Oh, no, these demons are so mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so despite the fact that he's, you know, uh, in purgatory, uh, Adrian still gives Dante and Virgil directions. He helps them get through the terrace. Um, the Virgin Mary trading card from this terrace is the humble birth of Christ himself. So the day she became a mother. Okay. Yeah. Um, an earthquake rumbles through the mountain, and Dante is curious, but for some reason doesn't ask Virgil to explain. It's just like inner monologue, just like, hmm, that was odd. <laughs> Most not, of you. Not ask the guy who got me safely through hell what the <laughs> fuck's going on. <laughs> um, they then come upon the poet Statius, uh, who is also Roman, and he greatly admired Virgil's work. So this is the poet, the classical poet Sandwich. You've got bottom bread, Virgil, middle bread, Statius, or Statius, and then top bread, Dante. Dante, exactly. They're the perfect classical club. Yeah. Where um, Stadius is Satan and his balls, and then Virgil and Dante are a piece of bread on either side of the earth. 
yeah exactly. exactly that would be a very i don't know if they intended that when they were just like set up a satan's balls sandwich <laughs> if there's lore people out there who listen to this and can figure out if they're antipodal to a different lore person you better fucking send us a picture of you guys making a, like a satan's balls sandwich yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it was, or if anyone's antipodal to montreal how, i was thinking how hungry i was until you guys started making the sandwich about his balls rocky mountain oysters <laughs> um, baby Dude, Rocky, <laughs> Rocky Mountain Devil oysters. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Stadius uh, is like, so you remember how in in Inferno Dante like gets to fanboy out and hang out with like Homer, and they all tell him how cool they think he is. Yep. Stadius fanboys out over Virgil. Virgil, because the Aeneid had inspired his own work, the Thebide. Thebid. So this, it's got to be Thebe, th- right? It's T H E B A I D. The Thebaid. The I would think Thebes, just like Thebes, right? The city. Thebes is uh, E B E though. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Thebaid. I don't know, fucking know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, he was a big fan of Virgil and wrote a different epic Roman poem about so, it. So this was Dante after criticism in the Inferno. Where they're like, dude, it's so unrealistic that you have all these people just like fawning over you. He's like. So like he he gets to purgatory, and he's like, no no look they they do for Virgil too, dude. It's not just yeah. me. Like, no, it's just like I mean, like dead poets love other poets, dude. It's like uh, simps a poet. all the way down. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Dante <laughs> and his OnlyFans. Like, yeah. Did we make that joke last time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans would definitely be. I don't think it's a sin, but you'd probably end up in purgatory for a little while if you simped on an OnlyFans. It's got to be lust. Lust is one of the seven deadly sins. We'll we'll get to it, but it's not like if you you can't really act on it on OnlyFans. It's okay. by its nature like non physical. So like if you simp on OnlyFans, you would be purgatory and not actual the circle of hell. Oh, You're like shit, buying yeah. pornography too, though. Uh, porn is in there somewhere in in one of those sins, and I think lust is probably it one of them. Probably be lust, yeah. And. If that person, a lot of OnlyFans people have uh, a husband or a, another partner, and you're not supposed to look at your neighbor's wife or whatever. They're still oh, not that's covet. Coveting. Yeah, coveting, that's, yeah, that's kind of a combo of Avarice. lust and envy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, next week, we'll let you know where, where you'll end up in the afterlife if you sign <laughs> on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, remember, they went to bed, so this is day two on the Mountain of Purgatory. Um all right, uh, but Stadius, uh, excuse me, he explains the tremors from earlier. Uh, these occur when a soul is ready to ascend to paradise. So the entire mountain shakes when somebody's punching out, basically. It's just like, I'm done, boys. I'm going to the island. It's all good. Uh, well, I guess that'd be the movie The Island and not the actual island of purgatory, right? Scarjo and Ewan McGregor. Sorry? Scarjo and Ewan McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like that movie. It's dumb. But... It was dumb and fine. Yeah. Uh, Stadius continues to fan out a bit with Virgil and grills him about the other rad poets of antiquity that he gets to hang with in limbo. So he's just like, man, did you meet him? Did you meet Homer? Is he there? <laughs> oh, fuck, is he cool? Like, they have a conversation and Virgil just kind of entertains this and tells Stadius about all the different people that he gets to hang with as as uh, guiltless damned. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, actually, like, we did meet Homer. He was really cool, but he loved my friend Dante here, dude. Like, you, you should have yeah. seen him. <laughs> <laughs> uh in purgatorio uh dante presents stadius as having been baptized and was like a secret christian in rome because it was still illegal at that time when he was alive okay uh, 
Anyway, uh, around brunch time, uh, the trio arrive fittingly at Gluttony. So now they've got a third wheel. Stadius is going with. Oh, nice. Yeah. Picked up a picked up a straggler. Yeah, and well, another rad poet, right? We we poets got to stick together. Dead poet society. Two of them are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gluttony is where they arrive around brunch time, around eleven. This covers food, drink, and bodily comforts. Uh, the gluttonous are punished by talking trees whose fruit is too high up for them to reach. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Shorty? You want an apple? Come on, jump yeah. for it, fatty. Come on. <laughs> Fucking, this might be way too Canadian of a reference. Do you remember the, the grumpy tree from Dudley the Dragon? Mm. I do, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, uh, the trees, uh, while teasing people, also give them examples of generosity. So you're trying to pick fruit from these trees, all the while they're just telling you like just giving you fucking unsolicited advice basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the virgin mary example here is her encouraging jesus to share his gifts at the wedding at cana uh this is the first miracle attributed to jesus in the gospel of john where he turns water into wine okay yeah i i've heard of it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's like i was like oh that that's it's, i was like reading all this random crap and I'm like oh that's something i recognize yeah okay. exactly yeah <laughs> Uh, Dante is now getting used to seeing angels and having most of his sins erased from his forehead as the angel of temperance can be seen without blinding him. Uh, however, the angel still appears like red hot metal or molten glass. Okay. Um, and he still does the whole trade your pee and move on ritual trade, thing. He's trade just like, your pee, get a wrist stamp. Good. Yeah, exactly. It smells like Red Bull. You've been drinking too much. No reentry. Yeah. Um, the seventh and final terrace is lust. Uh, here, the lustful must leap back and forth through a wall of fire, praising chastity and marital fidelity. Well, this is like the this is by <laughs> far the hardest one. <laughs> My God, <laughs> this is insane. Uh, no, this is kind of a, this is a, a, another weird uh, old timey part here. Uh, they must also give examples of lust. So homosexuals need to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, while heterosexuals need to talk of pacifate. Okay. Uh, elaborate, so, please. Sodom and Gomorrah were the twin si twin party cities, basically that Those, God just deemed way too radical, so He blew them up. Those I'm aware of. Well, he blew one up, and the other He turned everyone to pillars of salt, right? I think He only turned Lot's wife into salt. I don't really know. Okay. I didn't look that up. Sure. Um, he destroyed them. Uh, Pasiphae, I didn't know uh, anything about. Uh, Pasiphae is one of the daughters of Helios, the Greek god of the sun. Right. Uh, she, she was cursed by Poseidon with lust and mated with a white bull that he also sent. Then giving birth to the Minotaur, who Minos, the first king of Crete and judge of Limbo, would feed children to. If you guys remember that from the last one. Yeah, that's a fun yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daedalus, uh, father of Icarus, was like, not to worry, ma'am, I'll help you. Uh, he created a wooden cow so she could still get off without doing bestiality. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, you so, got upgrades, right? Like, That's nice. It's like... Uh, I mean, it's like in, in today's day and age, there's lots of uh, inventive dildo shapes. Like, yeah. yeah. It's not gay if you fuck a wooden man. No. <laughs> Okay, like Peter's laughing, but it's not. It's not okay. It's, it's I insist. It is not okay. Guys, stop laughing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so to get out of lust, they actually do have to pass through the flames. Dante's not into this. Dante is afraid to enter the flames, but speaks with the two poets. Uh, speaks with two poets that he recognizes. Uh, Arno Daniel, 
or Arno Daniel is whatever. not is not Daniel. Uh, Your grammar's he, a little off there. <laughs> Arno is known as the Grand Master of Love. Oh, wow. Baby. Yeah, that's his, that's his posthumous title. He was also a poet. Um, and then there was another one here named Guido Guinizelli, which sounds like <laughs> a fake Italian name. Le- again, sounds like a made-up name, you know? Yeah. I got uh, Jimbo Timbo and Guido Guinizelli spaghetti. Guido Guinizelli, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'll have the... Is there shrimp in the Guinea Zelly? Yeah. Uh, normally, but we can take it out. Could you substitute it for scallops? Yes, uh, one scallop Guinea Zelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's this one? The Guido Guinea Zelly. Oh, that's our house specialty. That's uh, yeah. we bake it in the oven with a covering of cheese. Ooh. <laughs> oh, honey, it's like escargot. Let's get that. Oh, Jesus! You're making me spend so yeah. much again, dear. I don't care if it's our anniversary. We're not made of money. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that those two would be. <laughs> you talk about how great like marital fidelity is. Just like you just, it's like jumping through the wall of fire. It's like buy your wife expensive pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could go. You could go a little nuts on date night. Yeah. <laughs> like just good relationship advice. Jumping yeah. through a wall of fire. Yeah, yeah. Try listening to her. Guini <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zelli was the first to write in the Dolce Stil Novo or the sweet new style of poetry. And Dante considers himself to be a disciple of Guini Zelli. Okay, there you go. Big fan of the baked cheese on top, I right, guess. Right, right. Yeah. We all that. are. I mean, yeah. Uh, Dante is still pretty unsure about how safe this wall of fire is. However, he is convinced when he is told that Beatrice is on the other side in earthly paradise, the Garden of Eden, which is at the peak of the mountain. Uh, on the other side of the firewall, Dante rests one more time. So Shit, he does dude. pass through. My 13-year-old girlfriend's on the other side of that. I'm jumping through. <laughs> <laughs> she died before I could creepily marry her. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, read uh, the lore. Read the lore. She's actually 2,000 years old. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the body of a 13-year-old. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Jamie... For a thousand years. Yeah, I think Jamie might be uh, 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 guilty of the crime of weeabooism. Or the, <laughs> yeah, the sin yeah, of weeaboo. You're sleeping on the beaches of purgatory with the other fucking weebs. <laughs> <laughs> the sweaty beanbag chair. Uh, yeah. um, so on the other side of the firewall, after being convinced, uh, the three jump through and Dante rests one more time. Uh, this is where we will rest as well. So just like last time, the final leg of this section will be reserved for our final comedy episode, our comedy comedy podcast, Paradiso. So we will start with the Garden of Eden uh, on my next one. Oh shit, the so, Garden of Eden's in there? Yep, Earthly Paradise, that. baby. That's the one. I wonder where that is. I wonder what ever happened to that slippery snake who, who who got them to eat the thing. I wonder if he's still there, if he's allowed to be there. I mean, <laughs> Where's that snake that stole one of God's Capri sons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it to Eve. Well, uh, so we know where the devil is. Purgatorio, fellas. Cool. That was what it? You think? Wow. That's it. Wow. Up to the Garden of Eden now. I thought we were covering the game Factorio until we got started, but this was good. <laughs> this actually makes a lot more sense as part of a religious text. Although, you, yes. know, you know what? A lot of similarities. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Like, Factorio, uh, as addictive as it is, uh, really does feel like, you know, it feels like uh, the, the what was it, Broken Love or whatever? Uh, the really uh, the, yeah, Terrace of Sloth because you're constantly busy. Right? It's busy work. Yeah, it's just yeah. you're constantly <laughs> just constantly busy. That's Factorio. <laughs> uh, I mean, yep. Minecraft would probably be on uh on Sloth. 
Yeah, awesome. Just, or like yep. honestly, like any kind of grindy game with no end goal. It's just like you sit down and just like, yeah, here, uh, we only have the Division 1 on Xbox 360. Just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, if, if I was guilty of anything, it'd be sloth and gluttony because I'd order a pizza and play Minecraft all night. Uh, <laughs> that <yeah>. sounds great. <laughs> so I have been your host, your Virgil. I don't know if I made that joke last time. Peter O'Donoghue. You can find me at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter and at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram. Come check us out. Tell us we're handsome and smart. And uh, Ethan, if I wanted to uh, jump through a wall of fire talking about chastity with you, how would I do that? I've, uh, I've, I'm, I'm the follower of the host. You're follower of the host tonight, Dante. I don't know if I made that joke last episode. Uh, no, I'm Ethan. Uh, you can find me at Ethan the Dead Man. If you like the show, leave us a review. Uh, check us out on the internet. Google or boys. I think we come up now on the Google. Um, I think we do. So if you like what you hear, give us a Google, would you? Google me. Yeah. And I am the third follower, uh, the Google Stadia or whatever his name was. <laughs> 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 uh, it, it sure as hell is dead. So if it was yeah. just like, if they picked up a spare Stadia in Purgatory, I'm yeah. sure that's where they got put on clearance. Yeah, Stadia. the forgettable Runs on Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we actually have uh, an email this week, which if you guys would like to send us emails, we do read them all on the air. Uh, that's at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Like the Google Mail. Like the Google Stadia. Or contact uh, at loreboys.com. Yes, you can find uh, if you go to loreboys.com, you can find like a, a contact link as well. All and the your contacts. free merch. Yeah. So this is actually an email uh, that dates back to one of my favorite things to research: the Arthas, uh, the two Arthas episodes we did, Arthas Menethil, and then I forgot the part two, Arthas Menethil. It's Lich the story. King. Yeah, the Lich King. Yeah. It's the story sense. of uh, Warcraft three, and it's a really good one. And it, it's titled the email is Ogden, the man, the myth, the stable boy. <laughs> and this is from Dalton. Uh, and basically back then, whenever we were going through it, there's a stable boy that had the name of it. You guys cut me off. And you're like, no, he's Ogden. And you would, <laughs> not, yes. you would not let me say the name. So we just moved on. So this is <laughs> Dalton's email. Uh, hey, guys, I just emailed y'all. It's a habit to type lol. So you can lol away. I, we love the lols. We find the lols here. But. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps saying, um, but I'm going to hit you with a deep cut. We need the Lord to Ogden the Stable Boy from Arthas Part 1 and 2. Jamie, hope that's how you spell it. No, it's not. The, the I is between the M and the Yeah, e. he wrote Jaime. He, wrote, he, wrote, he wrote I love in French. Jim. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Um, said that he had more backstory and hinted he had a different name. We need to know more about this mysterious boy. For all we know, he could be the reason for the cataclysm. Uh, and then he said, lol, not a real suggestion. Just thought it was a funny thought. And again, sorry for another email. Have a good one. Never apologize, Dalton. I love the emails. And I even went to the trouble of pulling up the lore for Ogden, who is really named Yarum. Well, that doesn't sound right. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> Ogden, though. The official from- Loreboys canon. Yeah, okay, what what website are you looking this up on, okay? Are you looking this up on the loreboys.com, the official site of Arthas Menethil lore? <laughs> or- <laughs> There's an actual book that this is referenced to that I read, so... I don't know. We've never done the the physical kind of stuff yet. Well, when you think about it, fine comedy. What we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we I don't think that was Dante's blog. We about haven't. How cool Homer thought he was. Well, we, what I'm saying is we haven't made anything. So to cite us over a physical oh. something is is I don't know. I guess do it if you want. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I do. Yeah. Uh, so the ball near the farmstead is where Invincible the horse was born. Right. And okay. he was there with, uh, it was Arthas as a boy and Yaram Balnir, who is the son of Yoram and uh, the mother's not listed here, but I know she has a name. Gravity is stored in the Balnirs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Yaram was the childhood friend of Prince Arthas, and he was there for the, the birth of Invincible. And during the winter storm that ultimately led to the death of Invincible, uh, where he took that jump and like they found him the next day, mm -hmm. Arthas the next day with his dead horse weeping the the part that broke arthas's soul probably that let the lich king in uh it was yarm and his father who actually found arthas and rescued the prince from freezing to death Ogden and okay. his father, yeah. the good news Ogden. is that invincible was made out of wood so it wasn't a sin what arthas did uh, <laughs> for anybody yeah. for anybody who wants to support the show financially uh you guys can go to patreon.com slash the lower boys uh, and we, of course, uh, as always, have Lore Boys Prime. Uh, this week's Lore Boys Prime is pretty special. Um, we were talking earlier about how we couldn't prank people in purgatory because you can't look back to see their faces. But the good news is we're not in purgatory yet. So uh, here's the prank, okay? You guys ready? Yeah. Everybody, send in as much money as you can. All your earthly possessions. Sell them. Send us the money. What we're going to do is we're going to buy a bunch of 15th century Christians gold headstones so if they're in paradiso they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna get sent back to purgatorio <laughs> and then when we finally go yeah. we could be like oh gotcha <laughs> Yo, just a just an end bracket yarum was killed by the scourge uh whenever arthas went back so yarum's dead sorry not to make your joke not funny who's yarum <laughs> Ogden. Ogden oh, does not oh, Ogden. Oh, oh, he Ogden. did oh. he did not cause cataclysm, which was <laughs> Dalton's guess. But yeah, unless right. he was one of the zombies that helped. But <laughs> unless yeah. he, maybe his death triggered Deathwing in some way, you know? Could have. Man. There, yeah. death, death and Deathwing have the same word in there, so can't oh, rule it out. Shit, dude. Lord Boy's canon. <laughs> Ogd Ogden did cataclysm. Yeah, so, did, did it again. Oh, such choice writing. Make sure to sell all your stuff and uh, send us your money. I think mm -hmm. we need that. And yeah. uh, kill any stable boys you find. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, it'll, maybe it'll purge this world for us. Hmm? And I guess that would constitute constitute a lore boys. A lore boys. Lore boys out forever. Don't look out. back. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> don't listen to the old episode. <laughs> <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.